John F. Richard is an inventor. He is a medical consultant, musician, and he is the author of Someday Is Today. Get your idea out of your coffee cup and on the market. Welcome to the show, Ron. Yeah, thanks, George, for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal lives, more about your work and why you do what you do. Yeah, I've been involved with the in the medical industry pretty much uh, for about the past 40 years doing. Uh, well, I started in the medical industry as a respiratory therapist and a paramedic, worked in a teaching hospital for a number of years and really enjoyed uh, working with patients, but also enjoyed working with all kinds of different technology like life support equipment and um, equipment to do sleep tests and pulmonary functions and all kinds of different things there. So, but, uh, after about seven or eight years, I got involved in sales and marketing with, uh, medical companies and actually started my own, uh, medical business and did a lot of distribution in the Midwest with that company. Uh, and that's where I kind of got more into innovating things, uh, kind of seeing firsthand how, people used equipment in the hospital and then going out and then trying to sell and market uh, equipment myself through my own distribution business. So that's how I really got started in, in the invention side of it. And then uh, eventually went into product management and then uh, senior management with a, a number of different medical companies over the years. Then on the music side, I started doing music when I was eight or nine years old and I uh, toured with the Texas Boys Choir. And uh, that's my first uh, entree into the music uh, industry. But from there, I kind of went into uh, like right now, I'm really focused on uh, working on uh, music, uh, replicating old blues style music from the 20s, 30s and 40s. Not not just the songs, but actually the, the equipment that the musicians used uh, to play, play that type of music on. So that's what I've been doing lately on the music side. But yeah, my, uh, I have a consulting business where I help people that uh, have an invention and I kind of take it from concept to commercialization and help them get through all the different phases and stages of uh, getting their idea to market. And that's what I found most people, they kind of get paralyzed with overthinking things. They've got a great idea, but they can't get it like uh, the subtitle of my book is get your ideas out of your coffee cup and on the market. And I kind of took that from, um, I was invited to do a talk at Stanford in 2019 uh, through the business division there. And um, they wanted me to do a talk to their physicians in the medical school based on the fact that there's a lot of doctors that have great ideas, but they, they don't go to school to be an entrepreneur or to uh, uh, do product development. They go to school to do medicine. But uh, what I found in that uh, lecture was that there's a lot of doctors that have uh, good ideas, but the one doctor came up to me after the lecture and said, I just can't get my ideas out of my coffee cup. Hmm. You know, and uh, they just kind of sit there and I, it's on my desk and I've got this great you know, concept or idea, but I don't know what the next steps are. So that was the, uh, the impetus behind writing the book was someday as today. And I think a lot of people have good ideas, but they oftentimes don't act on them. Which is obviously critical to getting that out of the coffee cup and yeah, onto the take, market. Take, take, take the first step. 
do you think it uh, do you think about my brain works a little different than other people's or i'm better at because you obviously are a musician so you make music but you also design the instrument you have worked as an entrepreneur and are and you work inside big companies so do you feel you're able to do both these things whereas other people are more i'm a surgeon i do surgery i don't create new things no that's a great point george and in my there's a chapter in my book that talks about building a team and one thing i've been good at or one reason i've been successful i'm not really good with accounting so i hire cpas i hire people to help me with different aspects of projects and jobs that i i know are better than i am and that i can learn from them and i think that's the thing people have to understand is you I have not met anyone that can do everything in a company. Uh, the most successful people I've worked with are great at delegating. They're great at hiring people that are better than them. And even if they're good at something, they try to bring in talent that actually brings them up. <clears throat> and um, you kind of see that in football teams or in sports where people bring in, uh, you know, talent at certain levels to either balance the team or where they need help in certain areas. The same thing's true with companies or invent, inventing something. And that chapter in my book talks about, you know, doctors don't go again to medical school to be a business person. So you've got to select or pick good engineers. You've got to get a good product manager. Uh, you've got to find people that can help you with funding, uh, with accounting, and then you you kind of do the best thing you can do, and that's be a leader in the company and take your product to market and be a champion for that product. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so there's so many different pieces, and I appreciate you mentioned the uh, the engineer, product manager, accounting, so that frees you up to go out and be a champion. Um I could see this not dissimilar to somebody who wants to write a book. I've got all these great ideas bouncing around in my head. Is it like we need to create an outline or an action plan? How do we sort of a roadmap that I can actually see the steps? I, I guess my, that was the worst way to ask what's the first step. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it, and what is the first step? And when I, you know, I'll give you a good idea. I'm working with a guy right now that's inventing a new rain gauge. And he came to me through a, a friend of a friend and all he had was a, a drawing on a napkin. And so I've, I've taken stuff from drawings on napkins to very elegant CAD design drawings that are very detailed. And uh, but the first step is just write it down on a piece of paper and kind of, you know, generally frame out what what the problem is that you're trying to solve with your product. And that's a big element in my book. It's problems and solutions. So if, if your product has uh, what I call the right to survive in the ecosystem out there, it definitely has to solve a problem. And it has to be a problem that's fairly well recognized or known. And the product has to do a better job than what's currently on the market uh, to get buyers, to get uh, investors, to get any interest and traction. So um, I think... From there, the next step is is creating a better framework and more details of budget, uh, go through what the numbers kind of look like for uh, how big is the market 
You know, if you're going to invent like this rain gauge, how many people actually buy rain gauges? Where, where's the biggest buyer population of uh, people that consume that type of product? And what problem are you solving with your rain gauge versus what's already on the market? And so I've taken this this particular project from, you know, seeing something drawn on a napkin to having now um, prototypes, uh, recognizable, testable prototypes that we can actually do testing on in a laboratory to simulate all different kinds of weather uh, to capture certain certain amount of moisture, humidity, mist, and windy conditions, still conditions, and all kinds of stuff. And then from there, build that out to what does this look like in terms of getting investors to want to put money into this? I'm confident that that specialized knowledge is really important in everything. Mm-hmm. That being said, once you know how to do one thing, do you know how to do anything? Can you do a rain gauge? Can you do something to help my feet? You know what I'm asking? Yeah, yeah. And that's the interesting thing about this uh, gentleman I'm working with. He is just a, a geek about weather. You know, he's big into the whole weather pattern thing. He calls me up two or three times a week. Hey, did you see this big storm that's coming in uh, in your area? And well, you're going to get a lot of rain and all this kind of stuff. But he's an expert in this area. And that's what people want to invest in. And, and they want somebody that's passionate, that's knowledgeable, that they can trust. I, I kind of look at uh, when you first meet somebody, it's kind of no uh, like and trust. It's a KLT kind of component. So if you get to know somebody and you like them and then you trust them, it's easier for people to invest in your idea or your company or your business or your whatever your invention is. Do people minimize that? Uh, it just depends on where they're at with the project and with uh, their mindset about it does take a bit of, I'd, I'd call humble pie to get things going. You don't want to come off as being some egotistical uh, maniac about what you're trying to do, but you've got to come off again, KLT, no like trust. The, the last one, trust is a big one because if people don't trust you, it's hard to get investors nowadays to invest in a company because they're investing in you. You know, that, that's the whole notion behind this. They, they see you as an expert. Uh, they like you. They think you're a good leader, a good person that's going to take this company from zero to multi-million dollars. But that KLT component is something that I always kind of reinforce in, in people. And you, you kind of get to know pretty quickly up front when you start talking to somebody if uh, they're going to be somebody that uh, you, you're going to like to work with and you, that you can trust. When you are talking with somebody, I imagine people love to when they meet you like oh wow i've got this idea for this that and the other thing i'm sure you get that all the time i love the 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 language you said does your product have the right to survive do you is the first step a yes or a no like let's try to see if this is actually going to survive as quickly as 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 we can yeah i try to accelerate the um process to where the inventor or the person that's coming to me with this idea, you get them to a point of saying, this this is a really good idea. It's like holding up a piece of paper in the wind. It's this is my idea. All of a sudden I go outside 
from inside where it's just calm and it's very, there's no wind here. I go outside a big storm and that piece of paper blows away. It's like the idea is gone. And that's the same thing I try to reinforce with people. If you really, you think you've got a good idea, hold on to it. Let's try to see how we can mature it and get it to a point of understanding, is this something that you want to take forward? Because it's expensive. It takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of hard work. Uh, there's a lot of uh, obstacles and uphill kind of things that you're going to run into. So you want to work with people that have resilience and that are are strong uh, willed and that have a vision for what they want to do with this. But one of the steps I do up front, George, is I do a pretty thorough patent search uh, through the USPTO website. I look for trademarks. I look for patents. I go on the internet. I do a lot of searches for uh, key meta tags and words that are associated with the product or the invention. Then I come back to the inventor and I'll give them a report and it basically outlines, here's what I found. There's there's no competitors. There's one competitor. There's a patent that's expired or there's five patents that are in place that are kind of similar in terms of the art that you're, you're trying to design and develop. Now, let's dig down and try to figure out what are the key points that you're, you're trying to do with your problem solution thing here. Why is your product better? And how are we going to get around these potential patent issues? And so if we can't get around that, then I just advise them, you can still try to launch this product and still go to market, but be aware that you might get sued or you might run into litigation. I had a guy who he was just adamant about a, a medical thing he wanted to do. We went ahead and launched the product knowing that he it probably infringed on certain patents that were out in the marketplace. And sure enough, uh, two companies came to us after the launch. We commercialized the product and both of them saw that there were definite advantages to this other person's product. And we entered into with one of them. The other one wasn't interested, but we entered into a licensing agreement, did a cross licensing agreement with that company that had the current patent. We had our additional patents and we could sell each other's products under different uh, branding kind of strategies. So that worked out okay. That's interesting. Are there any industries that are a no go for you? Like this is just too hard or too complicated, too cumbersome. Um, I, I don't do any pharmaceuticals. Um, that that's way outside my comfort zone. But devices, I'm I'm pretty good with. They're fine with uh, you know an actual product, but chemical compounds and pharmaceuticals. I I don't really go off in that area. I tried a couple projects and they just weren't a good fit for me. But yeah, most of the time, if it's something that you can touch and feel and uh, you can actually test and do some things within a fairly short amount of time with limited resources, then yeah, I'm okay with that. Right on. So somebody says, for somebody who's listening, say, you know what? I've got bunch of those ideas or one really good idea sit in my coffee cup what what ought i do uh they could get in touch with me through my website inventingstartstoday.com and i do just a, a free 15 minute consultation with them you know and just kind of go through just like i did with this example with the rain gauge same same sort of thing and I've done enough pro projects and products, you know, I've launched probably now close to 70 or 80 different pro projects and, you know, generated sales in excess of $1.4 billion right now. 
Wow. So, so I, I can fairly quickly assess what it is and what's what it's going to be able to do. And if I can't, then I'll say, look, I'll get back with you after I do a little more research. But that would be the first step is just contact me through my uh, my website there and just set up an appointment. And what do you hope people get out of reading? Get your idea. Someday is today. Get your idea out of your coffee cup and on to the market. Yeah, that, the book is really uh, meant to help people uh, build a framework for for a project. All the chapters uh, kind of progress to a point of it covers everything from funding, financing, working with venture capital to FDA submissions to uh, working with engineering, building a team, um, you know, kind of doing a litmus test on your project and see, you know, is there really a place for it, like we talked about in the ecosystem, and uh, challenging you to really look through the project uh, in, a, in a lot more detailed way than just, it's always fun to kind of look at the the upfront, the concept. But then when you start getting into the details of, well, how are we going to launch it? And how are we going to pay for this? And how what what's the team going to look like? Then people get a little bit uh it's like, wow, I never realized there was so much in, you know, that I had to do to get, get a product launched unless they've done it before. That makes sense. Well, Ron, thank you so much for coming on. Give us yeah, the website. You, give us yeah. the website again, please. Inventingstartstoday.com. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Ron your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Specifically, share it with that friend who has that really good idea. If you've got a good idea, pick up your copy of Someday Is Today, and we will certainly link how you do that in the notes of the show and take advantage of Ron's offer to have that 15-minute consult to find out if your idea has any legs. Is that a proper term for that, Ron? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way, to, good way to frame it. But yeah, Go thanks to- for having me on, George. I appreciate it and have a great week. You as too. Go to inventingstartstoday.com. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.